welcome to the Knowledge Without College podcast. This is Patrick Butler. I am excited to share with you all today an interview with my good friend, Andrew Zambetti. Now, this is my first crack at doing an interview for the podcast, and I got the inspiration for this style interview from Tim Ferriss's podcast. If you haven't heard his, I would definitely recommend checking it out. It's awesome. And he asks more formal questions, kind of a lot more just like it feels like an interview. Um, I'm not sure that this is the direction I definitely want to take, but I want to give it a shot. And Andrew's a good friend of mine. He works with me at SunGrade Solar. He's an absolute killer salesperson. Um, you know, one of the hardest workers I know. He came into SunGrade with no solar experience in an atmosphere where almost everyone else who started the company had a lot of solar experience and he thrived just by working hard and sticking to having goals and and just knocking doors relentlessly. And uh, I thought it would be pretty cool to get him on the podcast just because, you know, it's he's seen some success since uh, in the past few years. He got into business pretty early, got a business mindset pretty early. Another cool thing is that although this is the Knowledge Without College podcast, he is one of the uh, biggest advocates for going to college. Uh, he went to Florida State University, which is a really fun school, and had an incredible college experience. So I figured I'd share both ends of the spectrum there. You know, even though this is the Knowledge Without College podcast, by all means, college has its benefits, and, and Andrew certainly found some of them. Uh, yeah, so I hope you enjoy this episode. Let me know what you think of this style of interview. You know, it's, again, my first crack at it, and I kind of, you know, already found some room for improvement and some new questions I want to ask in the future, and uh, send all your feedback my way. You can reach me at the Knowledge Without College podcast Instagram page. Shoot me a message or, or yeah, thank you. Uh, hope you look forward to this episode and enjoy with Andrew Zambetti. With me today, Andrew Zambetti. Uh, I work with Andrew, and uh, you know, we. I just want to get him on the podcast to talk about uh, what we're doing now, as well as you know, just ask him a few questions about what got him here and where he's planning on going in the future. So, first off, uh, Andrew, tell us about. Uh, you know, this is the Knowledge Without College podcast, so. I do want to dive into and dis dissect, um, you know, people's college experience and how that, it, and if that helped them get to where they are today. Tell us, yeah. uh, did you, so you went to college. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I did go to college. So, hey guys, first of all, thanks for tuning in. Glad to be on the show. Thanks for having me, Pat. And I went to Florida State University and my college life was in many ways that of a dream for people and at the same time a nightmare. So uh, I can kind of go into both ways if you want to hear them. First, let's start with uh, how was it a dream? Yeah, I figured we start with the dream part. So 
uh, ever since I was in high school, all my friends were telling me I was I was a pike. Uh, you're a pike. You're a pike, and I didn't know what that meant. I I was never going to join a fraternity. So that was the top fraternity at Florida State. And as soon as I got to college, I was like, you know, I don't want to join a fraternity because I thought it was all about getting girls and. I didn't want to get haze to get girls. I, I was confident enough to get them myself. Then I realized pretty quickly that with 35,000 kids there, I needed to find a way to make friends. And I went out to a party, and this girl said to me, she was like, hey, man, where's Dada tonight? I don't remember mm -hmm. the guy's name. But I was like, I don't know who that is. She was like, aren't you in Pike? And after that, it was the last straw. So I went and checked him out. Loved them, loved everything they were about. Loved all Pike. their, I went to Pike. I checked them out. It was right before Rush. Uh, I had a friend that knew one of them, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I loved everything about them. They looked like the guys that I wanted to be like one day. They had all their, all their. Uh, can I curse on here? Yeah. They they had their shit together. Um, just seemed like the kind of guys that I wouldn't have to come in and try to make good. Like they were already good. So I joined them, and so the dream part of my college, which everyone probably loves, was was being in being in a top fraternity. I had a great pledge class and made some great friends and amazing connections that are still here with me today. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them is with my roommate now, who is a, a pike over at URI, and one of them is my pledge brother, who I brought into the company, and he's a he's a manager in the company. But um, you know everything that you can imagine: the the parties with two hundred guys, eight hundred girls. Endless sex, so. <laughs> uh, endless, endless free booze. It's you know that was the dream. So that that is a lot of people's you know that that's what they're signing up for when they're going to college is a similar experience to that. Now, you know, I guess my next question is: Would you say that that helped you? Because I have heard from other people in fraternities that it helped them prepare for the real world in some ways. Mm -hmm. Would you say that gave you any sort of real world or business experience in? that experience I'll tell you why it helped me the most I'm a very philosophical person and um, what I really took from it is something that I feel like is such a vital experience for a man mm -hmm. to have which is that you realize that all that stuff on the outside is not actually what makes you happy and you know when you're growing up especially me when I was in, in middle school high mm -hmm. school I was like man I can't wait to I can't wait to get to college so I can have sex with a lot of girls. That was just always my thing, man. <laughs> for the better or most worse. Men. Uh, for the better or worse. Uh, maybe I'm just admitting it and most guys are just hiding it. Can I turn this fan on? Oh, yeah. And uh, I learned that that wasn't really what it was all about, the drinking, the partying. That's not what it's all about. It can't. Um, it just can't bring you the, the inner peace of mind. I didn't know that that was a thing that caused happiness. So when it comes to business and getting better at business, sure, it can make you more extroverted and – I guess in many ways make you less sensitive because you're around a bunch of guys that are just going to rip on you all the time mm -hmm. and, and humble you. But um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is it just taught me that the the happiness does come from within and your actions and what you're giving other people more than more so than what you're getting and all the materials and the ego of of feeling like the man. You know, all that stuff is just fake. Yep. Yep. Okay. A couple of quick questions. So yep. uh, you graduated college? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately. <laughs> Did you take out loans to go to college? No, I, I was on a full ride for academics, and my parents, um, they helped me out with my living situation. Okay. Um, would you – if you could go back to when you are 18 years old, would you uh, tell yourself to go to college, or would you t tell yourself to take a different path? Uh, I've thought about this many times. I'm glad you asked. I would tell myself to go to college 
and uh, until I had my career set or like mm. a business plan or I guess I guess a plan that I wouldn't have to rely on college, um, drop out but stay in the, the town for college. I think being in that college town, being with those people, because those are the people that made it out of their hometown. So you do mm-hmm. want to be around those people. They at least made it to the next level of life. And and um, as long as you're around them and doing your highest your highest excitement, which is, you know, it could be chasing your dream job or chasing your dream career, whatever it is, your dream business, then you're going to get where you want to be with those people. And okay. Take you to the next level. What, what did you get a degree in? Real estate. Real estate. Mm-hmm. I, I never even knew that. I know. Everyone says that. It's a rare degree at Florida State. And I, I did it because this guy came in one time. I was a marketing major. I just mm-hmm. switched out of finance. I was always chasing money. That was yep, always my yep. thing. And and the guy came guy came in. He was like, "Real estate is fifty percent of the world's wealth." Went on to give a thirty minute speech on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. I'm switching to real estate. We had top three real estate program. There's probably only three in the nation anyway. So <laughs> I yeah. don't know if they got that stat from that, <laughs> but uh, it was a good it was a good program. That's interesting. I didn't need, I didn't know that, and I didn't know that that was an option. Uh, would you say you're going to use that degree at some point in the future, or do you use anything that you learned through that program right now? Yeah, so you know, I actually only picked that degree because I figured that it would teach me how to invest in real estate one day, which I figured would be a good thing for me to learn. However, it didn't, it didn't exactly teach me how to invest in it. What it taught me more so is how the, the financials and the back end work, as if I was like the CEO, Grant Cardone, managing these properties. It taught mm-hmm. me that kind of stuff. So um, I can use it in a sense where I know how much money's in it. I know that much. And I know what it, you need. A, you know, I need how many millions of dollars it takes to put a down payment on, mm-hmm. on, a, on a $300 million apartment or something crazy like that. So, um, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Now answer this next question to the best of your ability. But in your experience at Florida State, would you say the professors and the administration there were mostly left leaning or right leaning? Okay. Uh, well, first let me just, I just fact checked myself. There's no $300 million apartments. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in 30. <laughs> but uh, are they more left leaning or right leaning? I think at Florida State, it was half and half. I definitely. Okay. I definitely, if I had some more courage, would have spoken up to some of those left ones that were uh, calling out the rich people. I hate when people discriminate against rich people, man. Mm. Just for being rich, I feel like the rich people are the most noble people there are. They're the people that work the hardest and give the most value. Because you don't get rich in a capitalist society by by doing nothing unless you're so lucky. And that's just such a yeah. rare case that, you know what? His dad worked so hard that he deserves to make that kid lucky then. So, mm-hmm. so, so be it. But I just hate when people are... Uh, are just saying it's unfair that rich people get all this and get all that. It's like, yeah. man, if you only knew the amount of value that they gave to get that small portion of token of material gratitude, then you know you'd be you'd be wishing they had more. Yeah, I always think about that. How you know if you're rich, you you likely understand how to give value through, you know, you, like to have a successful business, you got to be giving value, have a good enough, uh, you know, value proposition for people that you end up earning a lot from doing that. Sure. Know? So, yeah. you know, and especially these days, you know, <laughs> good business is usually. I do know. feel like my real estate professors were, a lot of them were Republicans and at least for the economic reasons, I definitely do. And I know my economics professor was, I, I think it'd be hard for an economics professor to be anything but a Republican unless they're just, um, just taught otherwise, I guess. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I've never had one that wasn't. Yeah. I don't really know either. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. So 
if you had, you know, if your kid was 18 years old right now, your own child, would you recommend they go to college? I would recommend that he uh, he goes to college <laughs> in, until. Or, <laughs> let's just assume I get that lucky. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would actually. I actually told this to somebody. I would love if I had a had a baby girl. That'd be cool. I'm excited to have kids. I think having kids mm-hmm. would be awesome. But um, I'll tell them to to go to college until they find a better path. And then once they find a better path, pursue that all in. But the biggest thing is I'm going to tell them to know exactly what you want out of life. And mm-hmm. I told that to my little sister about two hours ago. I said, she's in college right now yep. and she's a sophomore. She was like, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. And I said, look, don't don't try to get too wrapped up in what job you want to do. Try to get wrapped up in what kind of lifestyle you want to live. Mm-hmm. If you figure that out, the, the, you can figure out the job. Now, with that being said, would you go back in time, you know, if you could go talk to your 18-year-old self, would you tell yourself to take a gap year? Because that's a new popular thing that a lot of people are doing. A lot of parents are even planning yeah. to fund a gap year for their for their wow. children now. Yeah. Oh, like between 18 and 19? Yeah, before you j- jump into going to college, you take one year off to kind of explore around, kind of discover more of what you want to do as wow. opposed to diving right wow. in and then, you know, having to choose a program then, you know, getting that, uh, you know – art history degree and then wow. realizing you're not going to do anything with it or <laughs> well i'll tell you that it's such a that's a beautiful idea i think <laughs> but i think you need to earn that gap year don't yeah. you think i mean you don't just give somebody who's been sitting on their butt smoking pot and not 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 anything against pot smokers i know you're you like it but you know uh you know just uh if you haven't earned it then why are you going to take a year off you know i earned my year off and and when I say my year off, my senior year, yeah, I, I earned it. I had a, I have, and this kind of touches into the mm-hmm. nightmare a little bit, but, um, yeah, my, let's let's touch on that. How was how was college a nightmare for you? Yeah, it was a nightmare for me because I had all these these awesome distractions that everybody would love, and I couldn't take full advantage of it because I had great parents, and my great parents told me, "Hey, you need to make money. You're not just here to play." Mm-hmm. And whereas half of my fraternity wasn't there for that. They were there to have the best four years of their life. I had to learn to be successful. And so I I went to college to be successful. I went to college to uh, what I thought was to be a part of the next big thing and and, um, just have a huge say in business. And I learned pretty quickly that just being a business major was not going to get me there because that's what everybody was doing. And so that was when I got into my first business and I got into it shortly after my dad had called me and said, hey, Andrew, you need to call your boss at Baskin Robbins and set up your job for this summer. So yeah. I was going to have to go back to Baskin Robbins and work 40 or 50 hours a week to uh, just, just, to, just to do it, to make the money I needed to make. Because my, you know, my parents say they had enough money, but they wanted to teach me good lessons and mm-hmm. I thank them for it. And uh, my dad was a federal agent. My mom was a designer, didn't have a ton of business experience, but um, I got into my first business because there was no way in hell I was going to work at Baskin Robbins again. And they didn't support that business because they're not business minded. So because their lessons were good, I fell into the right thing. And uh, and that and the business became hard because they didn't understand it. They didn't believe in it. So I was I was in my first entrepreneurship business. It was a network marketing company that we were in together. Yep. And um, I was successful at it ranked up, got got a company car, did all that good stuff, but in my first business entrepreneurship uh, experience, I, I didn't have my parents support on that really, or at least I didn't feel it. And um, you know, going through that as an 18, 19 year old is hard, and then I wasn't making a ton of money to begin with, even though they gave you this car and this stuff to show that you were, I wasn't making a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And so um, all they were paying for was my rent, which I'm grateful for, but whenever, 
it's kind of like um, you can live in the ghetto and everyone knows you're poor. Yep. Or or and you know you you have no money, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can you can be in college, you can be in a fraternity, you can have uh, an apartment paid for, um, and still have no money. You're still just as poor as the guy living in the ghetto, yep. but it doesn't look like it. So every no, you can't complain mm-hmm. to anybody. You can't play victim to anybody. So I had no one to to really uh, feel my sympathy. I was the only one I felt like that I was that I was poor and, and living that way. And I lived that way for about two and a half years, just living on the edge. You know, some ups and downs business crashing sometimes the business would spike but um you know then did, did you ever consider dropping out to pursue that business oh, i tried i tried to drop out man i tried to drop out my sophomore year my dad said he would cut me off completely financially so i couldn't do it because i wasn't financially ready yet but um that's just a touch on the nightmare i, I don't feel the need to ramble on about it but I, I did some things i wouldn't have wanted to do just to just to make the money I needed to make, and and then my senior year, my my gap year, that's mm-hmm. so kind of what we were getting to. I lo and behold, I totally forgot about this. Whenever I was in college, there's two mm-hmm. things I didn't know about when I was in college. Yep, I didn't know how credit cards worked, and I didn't know uh, that I had a mutual fund that my uncle gave me in high school. Oh. So, <laughs> two things that really could have eased the stress just a hair. Uh, <laughs> when we didn't have Uber back then, we didn't yep. have. We didn't have legal marijuana or anything. I mean, mm. I don't know what, what kids can do anything these days. I feel like internet businesses, you can mm. just do anything to make money now. Back then it was, you know, and we're only talking a few years ago, yeah. but I mean, back then you really had to do some sort of sales and mm. any, I was doing, trying anything, man, any sort of, I was trying to sell credit card machines. I was trying to, I was moving furniture for a sorority girls with my other roommate. Um, anyway, so I didn't know what credit cards worked. I didn't. I didn't know that you could have a credit limit. I had great credit because my parents gave me a credit card in high school. I was building up my credit. So I could have used that. Didn't know it. But anyway, had this um, mutual fund. Had ten grand in it. And I said to my dad, look, I can keep working at Banker's Life. I was selling insurance. I was actually doing really good with it. And I was like, well, I can keep selling insurance, but I, I don't think I'll be able to pass college if I continue at this rate because now the classes are getting kind of hard. Yep. So he goes, all right, well, you can start. You can just live off the the, the mutual fund if you want to. And just not work. And I was like, really? You know, that's <laughs> this whole time, this whole time, you know? And, and it was cause I found out that I, I thought I was going to work at solar city after this. Mm-hmm. That was before Sungrade had come up as from the idea. So I was like, well, I know what I want to do in the future. I've gained all the skills I want to learn to be good at that job in the future. Hell yeah. I'll take an off year just cause my dad wants me to graduate mm-hmm. and just take some time and find myself, man. And, and philosophize and not be in scarcity and, mm-hmm read books, do personal development. That's what I did my, my couple hundred nice. videos a, a, a day. It seemed like <laughs> listen to it in the car. I was, I dove deep into it. So, uh, doing that personal development, would you, that was the videos on YouTube. Oh yeah. Uh, would you say now this is, uh, you know, this is, this could be a tough question, but would you uh-huh. say you learned more, uh, practical information from your classes or from your experience on YouTube? Um, I probably learned, an infinite times more from YouTube than <laughs> any of my classes combined. Like, I don't, I don't think I mm-hmm. learned. All I learned from my classes was how to memorize stuff. And the only reason school is good for, uh, for, I guess, for anyone would be if you're trying to be a doctor or a lawyer or a specialization type uh, person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna sound like a dickhead on this podcast. You know, it's, but you know, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not the most voc- vocabulary grammatically. It's all right. You know, smart we're both guy. This thing. And, uh, but you know what, man? Um, no personal development through YouTube is the way to go. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, 
I think, you know, we, we touched on a lot of things from the ups and downs, the highs and lows of going to college, which I think is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not all, uh, you know, sorority girls and, and <laughs> you know, partying. Not for all of us. Yeah. Uh, any advice for the audience if they were considering, you know, say they were 18 years old. I've kind of asked you similar questions, but yeah. if they're 18 years old, considering going to college, what would be your, your, your number one tip for someone? You know, they could be all over the country. They yeah. could be, uh, you know. They might not have any clue what they want to do. What, what would be your single piece mm. of advice for someone that's take take, take advice from people that have what you want. Everyone's got an opinion, but if you buy their opinion, you buy their lifestyle. So I remember um, I, I was on track to be a bartender at this really popular bar, mm. Clyde's, the one that Alex works at. Okay. And um, at the same time, Vima popped up. And uh, if, if you guys aren't in college yet or you've never been to college, being a bartender at Florida State is like, being the dawn of the mafia like you you are you that's it you're, yeah. you're the billionaire in, in the real world but you're in college you know and um not just for money reasons like you're the man and i said i'd rather focus on i'd rather do vima which was a network marketing company because that is that has a chance mm -hmm. to give me the life i want to mm -hmm. which is i wanted to be able to work my own hours have no income cap have no boss because i'd worked those minimum wage jobs in in high school so uh yeah, I mean, for me, it was an easy decision to make, but a lot of people would have just chased that, that quick cash and they would have chased the tail and they would have chased their ego. And I was like, no, you know, I kept my focus, which, which I'm proud of myself for. And I, excellent. And, and because I chose Vima, here I am now, co founder of SunGrade Solar with you, Pat. Yeah, it's, uh, it's wild the way things work out. Well, <laughs> uh, thank you for. You're telling your story here on the podcast, and if anyone uh, wants to reach out to Andrew, you can find him on you know Facebooks and you know yeah. Instagram I'm like the that. only Andrew Zambetti I think in America with that <laughs> name, so you can just type in my name and I'll come up. Type it in, you'll find. I'm him. doing some YouTube. If you wanna, if you wanna learn more of my mindset, I'm I don't I'm not trying to get famous off it or anything, but if you just want to look me up, I've got like a couple videos up. So yeah, we're all doing this for fun. Yeah, well, feel free. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. And uh, look forward to the next episode. Uh, we'll be dropping it soon. If you have anything for me, just reach out uh, through the website or on Instagram.